What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a special episode with your favorite hosts, Emily and Michael. What's up? Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Val- Two days later. Yeah, Valentine's Day was this week. Hopefully, you all found the love of your life. Hopefully, you guys are celebrating not lonely. Also, <laughs> we just passed Michael's point. birthday. Yes, yes. Wish me a happy birthday. Send lots of gifts. Celebrate me and my existence in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone loves me. Just kidding. But I know one person who really loves me, and that is the girl to my left right now. Me. She loves me, and we just celebrated a wonderful Valentine's Day with each other. Yes. Yes, we did. Actually, I think on the 16th, that's when our dinner reservations are. Later tonight. Yeah. We will be going to dinner. Yeah. At Urban. Have you, any of y'all have ever tried Urban Hill in Utah? Hopefully it's good. I know. We'll let you know next week. We'll let you know if it's good. <laughs> but okay. So today guys we're gonna be talking about a fun a fun thing. Obviously with it being Valentine's Day, we're gonna talk about our experience thus far, about two and a half years almost, of marriage. Mm-hmm. What's good about it? What's amazing about it? What's a little hard? Yeah, all the things. All the things, because marriage is marriage is a pie, all right? And the big chunk of it, most chunk of it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Then some of it, it's pretty good. And then the very small portion, the little, little, little bit portion, it's really difficult. <laughs> but that's why marriage is so good, because it is difficult, so it makes you learn, it makes you grow. Yes. So yes. it's exciting in that aspect of things. But... One thing I've realized, okay, we've been married for, yeah, like I said, about a little over two years now, coming up on a half, and it's these big life events. It's the graduating high school, going off to college, that that event. It's graduating college and getting into a career. It's getting married. It's having kids. Mm. It's becoming empty nesters. It's becoming grandparents. It's these big life events that you truly realize, like, wow, my life's changed or my life has matured a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It's just to be a part of these events, you really realize like, holy moly, my life's just changed and I've matured a lot just through this event. And I really realized that with marriage, it's like, wow. <laughs> it's like... How much of a change was that? Right. And also the amount of growth that has happened in the past two plus years is crazy. And it kind of blows my mind. Like, you can look at, like, it. You, it's interesting. Nothing makes you grow up faster than, like, getting married or, like, a big life event like that. Especially getting married because you realize when you're living with someone who's, like, yours and you're theirs, like, it's like you guys are each other's. And something so fundamental to that, it's like, wow, you... But you, really grow, thing out. you really grow because you're so connected. Everything's shared. Everything's the same vision, hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. That's the idea. <laughs> and uh, that's why it's so hard because you really realize that almost like that that sacrifice, that give, that take, <laughs> the give and the take and the give and the take. It's like back and forth forever. Forever. Marriage is the, the most perfect thing for growing, for learning, and for becoming something better than what you than what you were. Marriage is, is the best avenue for that. It puts you right in an environment where you're either forced to sink or swim. Can't go anywhere. <laughs> well, technically you can't, but... <laughs> technically. Yeah, you can. But you know what I mean. Like, I had someone once say... 
teenager, the biggest decision you'll ever make is who you decide to have children with. Because then you're shit. Yeah, because then you can't get rid of them. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, that's true, actually. Maybe it's that's even the bigger one because, yeah, that's true. You can technically... Yeah. Technically, you could divorce. Yes, of course. But, yeah, once you have that shared bond, like, you're at least connected somewhat forever. Yeah. Bummer. Depending on who you are. <laughs> or fantastic, you know? <laughs> Seriously. Wow, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Um, what did you realize, though, with us getting married... What's some of our similarities, some differences? What's shocked you? All these things. Well, what's interesting is we're completely different yet the same. We're completely different yet. We're just saying that's true, actually. Like when you think about like um, day-to-day minuscule communication, decision-making, empathy, like... Those type of things, very different. But when it comes to our visions, our goals for life, our values, interests, like our kind of big picture things, exactly the same. How we approach life is exactly the same, but the way we do it is different. Completely different. And that's the thing. It's like the big things are the exact same. The big guys are the exact same, but the small guys are completely different. Which we've learned is a good thing. It is a good thing. Because then you learn how to incorporate the other person's strengths, right? So Michael's much better at decision-making than I am, but I'm better at maybe exercising more compassion and understanding, being a little bit more patient with others. Yeah, no, for real. And so we learn from each other's strengths and weaknesses and that, okay, this is this is how it is. This is what we got to do in, in order to grow and make this thing work. And Yeah, because I think the idea of marriage... Uh, uh, fully running and healthy marriage is like you become one person and it's so cool because if you can actually do that by becoming one person it's like you take someone else's best strengths and talents and they kind of become yours because you are one and you do execute life as one hopefully right that's the idea that's the goal and so that's one of the coolest things is because emily is incredible at certain things and i believe that i'm really good at certain things but she struggles at things and I struggle at a lot of things. And so we can help each other with those struggles and rely on one another for the shared strengths. One of the things that Emily's so good at guys, and it's so awesome for me because I don't have to worry about it, is she's incredibly good at talking to people. She's incredibly good. Oh wait, she's a therapist. Maybe that's a perfect job for her. But literally guys, you guys don't even realize like we'll be at dinner, we'll be at freaking church, school. Well, we don't go to school anymore. Um, work whatever it is and literally like people just find her and talk to her and they just want to just talk it's in it's incredible (laughs) i see it every day it's incredible like literally people will just find her and talk to her i know when people ask me what's your talent i say well people like to talk to me (laughs) it's not very fancy (laughs) that's literally her talent she's like the best and so it's just so funny to see that and i'll just kind of like almost like fade in the background sometimes and just listen because i'm like wow this person is just having the time of their life talking to her. But what's another thing? Actually, I want to say this. Emily's also really punctual, which is amazing because I'm not super punctual. And I've learned to be more punctual through her help. <laughs> um, and so that's like a strength and weakness. That's like literally like something that I struggle with the most. She's like the best at. So it's like, wow, okay, I married the perfect person mm-hmm. for that. But also at the same time, I married the perfect person for that. Yes, but it's been a, a shared struggle mm-hmm. for our marriage. Right. Yep. Yep. 
And so it's taught Emily maybe patience. It's taught me, okay, kick it into gear. It's taught sacrifice. It's taught, okay, thinking of outside yourself for me, right? And so, yes, it is a struggle for me, but it's almost taught Emily things through this struggle of like our marriage is like, okay, we got to figure this out because this is causing us a lot of angst. And it's not like, of course, if I'm just showing up late all the time, late all the time, late all the time, that's like, like never good. But it's a, almost like a fundamental difference of like thinking. And it's not just a late, late, late thing. It's more just like the the idea of um, looking at a situation and what is required differently. Right. And that's kind of really what it comes down to fundamentally. Right. And even when you say like, um, like I have like, oh, people really like to talk to me. But at the same time, you're someone that does not people please. You feel very secure and confident in who you are and you're not afraid to say no. You go after what you want. You make decisions, which is something I struggle much more with, right? Where maybe I have that softer, easy to talk to type of personality, but then I also struggle, which is one of your strengths, with decision making, saying no, um, prioritizing yourself and, in a good way, not in a self-centered way, but in a this I want to do this, I don't want to do this, and this is what I have time for, this is what I don't have time for, and it's very um, complementary towards where I struggle, um, and I've been able to learn a lot from you in that way. Yeah, that's where it should see, right? You just learn from each other from those things, and that's really what it comes down to, so how beautiful is that? So now that you've been married for a couple of years to me, <laughs> what has been surprising for you? Thinking about marriage beforehand and then now actually being married for the last couple of years, what's been surprising to you? You know, I I go into things with like no expectation a lot. Like it's going to be what it's going to be. Um, so I'm like, I don't know how much I've been really like surprised. Um, life is hard, but that's not necessarily surprising. Um, I think also maybe I was a little surprised of like, I thought communication would be easier. And maybe that would be the thing that I'm like, oh, well, that's surprised me of like, cause we have so many things in common, but like how we go, I think like more so that, like how we go about things, how we communicate, how we would choose to tackle, like even like if we take like things we do for our business, the way Michael would do it and the way I would do it, very different. So I would say that's the most surprising thing is getting used to like the little nuanced details of how someone operates. How someone operates, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I. What do you think yours are? Completely agree. Um. It's interesting because I kind of felt this beforehand, having an experience like as a missionary, when you have like a companion, someone okay that you're like together with a lot, but even like more so when it comes to marriage is we all have more patience to give to those not closest to us than we do for the people who are closest to us. But it's so, so backwards. I know. So think about this. Think about something simple as like, you know, we all kind of like some people like really struggle with this, but we all kind of kind of understand like that annoying like chewer, chewer <laughs> of food. Some people, right, sort of struggle with it more than others. But it's like we can all kind of understand that. Wow, that's kind of annoying. But like, okay, say your coworker is doing it versus like your spouse, 
Like the level of patience you have for a coworker versus your spouse is like so different, which is so like backwards. Obviously, you should probably not lash out at your coworkers. But the thing is, like the person who means the most in your life, like we should really have the most patience for, the most understanding for. <laughs> but it's incredibly freaking hard. The smallest of things within a marriage, within a very, very close relationship will bother you so badly. While in a different relationship, when different dynamic will not even bother you at all. Right. And talking about in general, like one won't bother one. And so that's something really, really fundamental to, to close relationships is understanding that. And it's something that I've realized that kind of like took me by surprise a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like, dang, I should be the person I love the most. I should be giving the most. I should be exercising the most kindness to. But sometimes, quite often, it's it's really not that way. And it's like when you when you're in a good state of mind, like right now we're having a good conversation and we're happy with each other, we're we're totally at peace, we're totally feeling fine. We can realize that. And it kind of makes you think like, dang, like that kind of sucks. Like, why do I act like that sometimes? Why do I lash out like that sometimes? Well, if the person's safer, you can be more vulnerable with them. You have a lot more invested in that person. Exactly. But don't you think it should be the other way? Well, it should be, but oftentimes, like, I mean, if you're gonna lash out at someone, usually you're gonna do it like look at teenagers. They lash out at who? Mom and dad. Not necessarily. I know. Like some random Joe Schmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because that they're safe and they... I even had a, someone tell me this week, like, I know they're not going to leave. Right. That's the truth. It's just sad, though, you know, because you when you when you realize, like, you've hurt that person, it's like, dang, that really hurts. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I'm disappointed in myself for yeah. doing that, you know? So that's something that I've learned and something that I've been aware of and really want to... Especially when things are, are, you know, contentious. It's like, okay, this is actually not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, I need to tone it down or vice versa for you as well. Yeah. Um, I've also realized, like, you really come to learn <laughs> and realize you aren't as emotionally advanced. You aren't as knowledgeable. You aren't as perfect as you think you are. Oh, yeah. And we tell you get married, right? And then you get married, you're like, holy moly, there's so much I have to learn and grow in. And like, I struggle so bad with X because it's so manifested within a relationship. But when you're alone, it's like, it's almost like hidden. Yeah. But in within a relationship, it really manifests itself. And so I've learned so much things about, I'm like, dang, am I not that good? <laughs> I gotta improve a lot. <laughs> I kind of suck. <laughs> and you just see it a lot. It's just manifested in a relationship, especially when it's pointed out. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, too, we've really learned about, like, what really makes a marriage a marriage. You see people always talking about, like, these very grand things and grand gestures and kind of like the grand moments of life. But marriage is really built in these small details. Showing up consistently, having your shows that you enjoy, um cooking dinner, doing life, and having a life partner that you're genuinely doing life with. It's the small details versus like, and the simple details rather than the big grandiose things. Um, because the small things are what create your life. And those grandiose things are very frosting, frosting on the cake. Yeah. Like nothing more than that. They're just that uh, frosting. And frosting's not always needed. It's not always needed for a cake, right? That's a thing. You can have a cake without frosting to be completely fine. It's actually an interesting idea that I just popped in my head. But the thing is, yes, it's like almost like, you know, this past week, it's like, what have we done for the couple hours that we've had together at night? 
we ate dinner together, we talked, and we watched one of our favorite shows, and we shared it together. And it's not like we're just like zoned out looking at the show, but we're like sharing an experience together and like enjoying it and laughing and talking and making funny jokes about it and remarks and laughing about it and, you know, different things. We look at each other and laugh because that's something that was said on there was funny and then we related it to our lives or something like that, right? And it's just like that's beauty right there. It's like the shared moments of simplicity and enjoyment and happiness. Where it, And it's also cool right now because it's just us. So it's like so just me and you. Yeah. And that's awesome. And it will change. But <laughs> the thing is, it really is just beautiful to have those moments. For sure. Together. Yeah. It's just so fun. It's so simple. I also think, too, of... Um... You, how do you know your parents love you? It's not in like the grand things, it's in the simple things they did. It's the exact same thing for a spell. Yeah. It's in the small things rather than the big things. And we wanted to talk about things that have helped and things that have hurt our relationship. Things that have helped our relationship is meaningful and in-depth conversation. I feel like that's when we probably feel the most connected to one another. And a lot of people in relationships they'll be like oh i know everything about this person and you'll stop having in-depth conversations and so it's so essential that you keep those conversations going and it's been really helpful for our marriage to have really in-depth conversations well think about this i mean we're having an in-depth deep conversation every single week when it comes to these podcasts even right that are sharing with everyone else yeah is these conversations these are the type of conversations that she's really talking about yeah we have things about that, things about this or things right now, but also beyond. Obviously. Right. And also, like, that's why we decided to do the podcast. We already have these conversations, so might as well record them. <laughs> facts. That's, that's facts. And also, I feel like something that's also helped us is shared visions and dreams for one another and for ourselves and our marriage. I feel like when we have that common ground, it's very uniting for us. Another thing is small acts of kindness, something that we do is we leave little notes for each other. Michael does it a lot more frequently than I do, um, but he'll leave little sticky notes for me, just of like a little blurb, a sentence worth of kind of like a little pick me up or love note type thing. And it's very small, but it makes. But it's like so fun. Yeah, and it it's makes... like so fun to see a note. Yeah, it's like so fun. Yeah. It doesn't happen every day, and that's why it's also fun. But it happens often enough that each time that, that it's a thing, right? Often enough that it's a thing, but not frequently enough where it's like still super fun and you need to have them when they do pop up. Yeah. We've been, we've been doing that fundamentally forever and we keep them all. Mm-hmm. We keep them all and we post, you know, post them mm-hmm. on a specific part, which I love. And it really comes down to those smocks of kindness. If you were feeling what was me, like get out and serve, especially the person that you love and there's nothing that will increase the love more than by serving them. And genuinely doing it for the right for the right reasons. Um, I think another thing that I don't want to forget at all is it has to be the the, the goofiness, the shared sense of humor, the shared sense of playful, playfulness. Like, for sure, like that has helped our marriage like so much. It's so fun. One of my favorite parts. Yeah, I, I I think humor is critical and essential. Especially humor that both people can get, right? Because sometimes people can do things that are funny to them, but not funny to the other person or whatever. Yeah. But it's like that shared sense of humor that we can both find enjoyment in, whether yeah. it's something or a video or a dance or yeah. a whatever it might be, a voice or, a, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. And it's like life's hard enough already. 
life's serious enough already. You do not need, you need someone in your life that's funny. and I can see every single goofy. funny detail about you. Yeah. And goofiness about you. Yeah. Like the thing is, and I, it's so beautiful about marriage, it's like we'll never see certain people's goofiness within their intimate marriage. And that's totally fine. Perfect. That's amazing. And I want them to share it. But it's also kind of like no one will see the goofiness and playfulness within our intimate moment as well. Right. It's like that's so unique to us. And it's like, how beautiful is that? It's like, how fun is that? That there's certain things that no one else will ever, ever, ever see that's like the goofy and fun things. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's so funny. That is just, what is that? Oh, it's the inside joke. I was trying yeah. to think of the word. Like, it's just like the, these inside jokes with your marriage that will just stay within it. And they're so fun. They're so funny. Mm-hmm. There, it's a good time it's a good time um and then also i think lastly we are both like just fundamentally committed to making our marriage work um like you have to be both 100 percent. this ain't no 50 50 this is both 110 percent. that like you just gotta like you have to be committed so freaking committed that you'll just do whatever it takes at all times in all times period yeah that's what it really what it is. And so what what has hurt our marriage though, going on the opposite side of this same coin, is it all comes down to communication and pride. The root of all is communication and pride. I think pride I guess the pride is is the root and then communication's a tangent off of that because well, even if you're miscommunicating, if you are humble enough to reflect yeah. and be open, you'll be fine. Pride gets you. Ego gets you. Yeah. I've definitely have felt it. Like, okay, I need to apologize, but I'm being... But you just feel like that. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to say anything right now, so I'm going to sit here and hang. <laughs> I know I need to say I'm sorry, but that was two words or too much. <laughs> I can't stir up. <laughs> I can't muster up the energy to say these two words, so therefore I will sit here. <laughs> but literally, though, that's its pride. It's just some pride. Oh my goodness gracious, I can literally think of like so many moments when I've done that. Well, I mean, everybody's done it, but what makes us human. And also, I just think, like, that's why I said communication at the beginning. It's just like, it's you, what you need. You need more communication than you ever think you'll need. You need over communication. You need communication all the time, frequently, repeatedly. Yeah. Of getting on the same page and making sure you're on the same page. All the time. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Talk about it. Say about it say your opinions ask for their opinions yeah really get on that same page and overly get on the same page because it's like so many misunderstandings could have been prevented if it was for more communication for sure and then with that being said you also have to learn communication styles for sure as well for sure i also think too um getting stuck in routine has hurt us sometimes where we we go to work but we also work together on some things and we can get very um tracked minded on the details of all the things we're doing that we can forget to connect on a more fun romantic level and so i think that's another thing that i think i said i think twice but anyways um, no, that's true, though. It's true because we get in these routines, especially when you almost like a part of your routine is shared. It can become so meshed, like you meshed, but then not a shared experience. 
but just like the 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 shared experience gets blinded because you're just both doing it and it becomes that rather than the the genuine connection of doing it yeah exactly and uh i like this 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 thing that we've been doing for the last while it's like daily physical intimacy not just sex that's just like a piece of the pie but greater and deeper and more frequently every the consistent physical touch whether it's a handhold a walk together cuddles you know hug hug whatever it might be but a genuine physical connection of like bringing us together yeah it's been helpful bringing us together and and sticking you know just like that that touch of like two people uniting yeah absolutely in a symbolic and, and real real way just do that that physical touch i think it's important yes but we hope everybody had a wonderful valentine's day um and that you enjoyed it that you were whether you're married or single that you enjoyed it because love is to be celebrated enjoyed no matter if you're married or not all right guys well thanks for tuning in we got so many good things coming up the pipeline we're gonna be starting interviews here shortly so stay tuned for that and enjoy all of the good, good podcasts to come. Please like, share, and review our podcast. Down below, click a five-star review. If it is five-star quality, we'll continue to improve and grow and grow with us. Thanks so much. See ya.